here. And that lets you save the look here. True form life. Green look on Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. On today's episode, we're airing part one of a three-part series of my interview with Jameson Brown and his weight loss journey. That and so much more coming up on... This is Exploring Mind and Body with True Form's Drew Tadia, fitness expert on 96.5 CKFM. This segment brought to you by Complete Truth Protein Powder. Live free, live true with whole natural foods. No additives, preservatives, soy, gluten, and dairy-free. Supplement with superfoods to energize your day. Visit completetruthprotein.co for details. All right, on today's Exploring Mind and Body, I wanted to bring in my producer, Jameson Brown, who uh, has shown some incredible weight loss changes. And uh, I always like to interview people and ask questions about how they've found success. And it's clear that Jameson's lost quite a bit of weight since I met him. And he's been able to keep it off, which is most important to me because um, we'll find out shortly if those are lifestyle changes or there's something else going on there. So without further ado, uh, I'd like to welcome Jameson Brown to the show. Welcome, Jameson. Yeah, it's about time I uh, get invited <laughs> to actually talk on the show. <laughs> you always talk on the show. That's true. Um, Not quite as much as I'd like to be featured on the show. <laughs> well, today is your spotlight. Yay! <laughs> All right, so um, I guess the biggest thing that I see coming in here is weight loss. And so how long has it been since this transformation occurred? Or has it been a while or was it a quick deal? Well, I, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you consider a while. I mean, I'm already a big guy. So I, you know, it's six foot four and I always carry a little bit of extra weight, but, uh, it was about last year. I want to say in July that uh, I got word of a, uh, senior men's football team that was competing out of Lacombe in the AFL, the Alberta Football League, which is, again, it's senior, senior men's. It's not beer league where, you know, it is a competitive, uh, competitive sport. There is 100% contact. And when I heard about this, I, you know, I kind of missed competing. Um, what uh, did you compete in? Well, I, I competed in football uh, a lot, actually, as uh, in my high school years, and uh, an injury basically put an end to that. And you know, you start doing other things. You realize that you're not going to be a professional athlete, and you you move on with your life. But uh, you know, I, I heard about this uh, this league, and I figured you know it might be worth a shot to to get out there and try to compete again. And the first thing I realized is that. I am not in near good enough shape to be what I used to be um, in terms of being able to keep up with some of the other guys on the field. And that bothered me a whole lot. And it was at that point that I started really focusing on uh, trying to lose some of the weight, trying to gain some of the muscle back that you know I, I used, to, uh, used to have and used to not have in terms of the weight. How, and how long was that little that layoff that you uh, what, what, what kind of sports were you playing to what level high school college yeah, uh, high school uh, did, did I did get a few looks in high school from colleges in fact there I was going uh, to to a college uh, out of high school but uh, due to an injury um, basically the conversations with the colleges ended at that time mm -hmm. and you, you start to uh, 
you, you again, like I said, you start to look at other options. You start to look at other avenues to, to take your life. Um, and I don't want to say that it was at that point that I completely fell off the wagon uh, in terms of fitness, but it was. I mean, it, that at that <laughs> point when I realized, well, I mean, if I'm not going to be able to compete at the level that I want to be able to compete at, then I'm just going to. Uh, let it all go to <laughs> let it all hang out. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> it was uh, it, it. Things got really, really messy. In fact, uh, I went from where I was in high school to about two seventy, and a lot of that was a little bit more muscle to about three twenty um, uh, when I first started here about five years ago. When I was hired on, I was three hundred and twenty pounds, and none of it muscle. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Except so, for maybe my legs. <laughs> How long did you carry that extra weight around with you? Uh, boy, I, it, uh, I'd say a good, good two years um, from basically in my heaviest at about 320, I was, it was easily two years where, you know, I, all sorts of exercise just dropped off the face of the planet. You know, I, I would drive a block and a half as opposed to walk it just to, <laughs> to work. And I, I, you know, there's certainly that little voice in the back of your head that's going, why aren't you walking? Why aren't you, uh, you know, because at one point I, I did try to take a little bit of pride in my body, but, uh, you know, I was having my second child that made me realize that things needed to change. I, I lost a lot of weight then. And then as it always goes, you, you start putting it back on. I, I didn't have a reason to keep the weight off. I went from 320 down to 250. And then put that weight right back on after my program was done. And, you know, I will say that in that program, I got a little help from uh, a weight loss plan. Uh, I don't want to give the name away because, I mean, I don't think that's any of, uh, you know, the listener's business. But I was getting help. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know what, I think that's an important subject because a lot of people kind of yo-yo, whether it's a diet, whether it's motivation. So you were able to drop some weight through a through an external program that helped mm -hmm. you out. And then, so wh why did you go back? Like a lot of people say the compliments, the good feelings, the energy, um, they really motivate a person to keep going forward. And I'd like to know, because a lot of people go up and down, well, what, what point did you say, this isn't working, I don't want to do it anymore, and your weight went back up again? Well, it was at the point where, you know, the, it's funny because these plans and these programs, and I've, I've got nothing negative to say about any plans or any programs that help people lose weight. As far as I'm concerned, if it helps you, uh, great. But they're unsustainable. Right. I mean, what I was eating, a man my size at six foot four should not be trying to sustain life on. Is this, you're talking about too much food or not enough food? Not nearly enough food. I mean, we're talking, in terms of my carbs, I was limited to two slices of bread per day or a small potato. I mean, and again, I know that carbs are bad and you shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't be overly concerned about the, the number of carbs you're putting into your body, but two slices of bread for a guy who's six foot four, I mean, I was exhausted. Like, you know, toward the end of the day, you just felt like my energy was crashing. And there was no such thing as healthy carb alternatives. You know, as you've talked about on your show, you can find the healthy alternative to potatoes by going to sweet potatoes. There, you know, right. there wasn't any of that. There was, this is what you can eat and this is what you should eat. And when I got to the end of the goal, because you always set your goal um, weight, and my goal weight on this program was I want to get down to 250. Um, because 
because I know a lot of it wasn't muscle and there's no reason why I should be carrying any more than that. When I got to that point, I said, yay, mission accomplished. Is it? And then I had no reason to keep going. Right. You know, I reached the goal and then said to myself, well, I guess that's it. And, you know, th- that, was, that was it for the weight loss journey. It was, it was unsustainable to, to keep it off. Because I just couldn't keep eating that way. In that way. Yeah. So how were you able to stay on? How long were you on this program for? How much weight did you lose, first off? Well, I I guess it would have been 80 pounds, right? 320 to 250. Am I doing my math right? Is that 70 pounds? (laughs) Boy, you can tell I'm in radio. Get a calculator. Um, Um, So you lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. And then, so what kept you on? How long did that take you to lose all this weight? Six months. Six months. So what? Ca- six months is quite some time to... No exercising, though. I should mention that. Like, this plan was strictly diet. Okay. You know, and I, it was, there was no exercising involved. And I know what maybe some of the, Wow, that sounds like the greatest plan ever. <laughs> <laughs> but it really... It, it was... Again, like I have said, it, it was unsustainable. You know, I think that's uh, with these weight loss plans. And, and again, I'm not against them either. If, if I think if someone's going to, if someone, some program's going to help you lose some weight and increase your quality of life, make you feel better about yourself, it's probably a good thing for the most part. Uh, but uh, then there always comes with the sustainability. And I think, I mean, I think that's where I stand out a little bit um, is because I teach healthy lifestyles. I don't teach quick weight loss programs, but um just for sustainability in those programs it seems like in every single one of them <laughs> not to call out every one of them but there's always seems to be people going on and off on and off and and there's no um i guess there's no constant motivation or push to keep someone there after they've reached whatever goal they're after well and i think and again that's the nature of most of the plans that you have to pay for is that I think these plans realize that there's only so much money in everybody's pocket and if you have to pay for it, you're going to have to set a goal because financially you will get to the end of your rope in terms of what you can afford. So you're almost, I don't want to say you're setting yourself up for failure because there is certainly the option that once you're off the plan to continue living in a sustainable manner all on your own. But most of these plans set you up with a finish line. And once most athletes or most human beings cross a finish line, they say that they've done it, it's over, and the sustainability is no longer an issue because they've won. You know, right. they've reached that goal. They've crossed that finish line. And now in losing the weight that I gained after the plan, I think that's been the major focus for me is to tell myself there is no finish line. Right. Like there is no, yay, I've reached what I need to do. I've won. I'm on the podium. Give me my medal. Now give me a burger. Like it's... <laughs> There is no finish line. This is how I want to live my life for as long as I can possibly imagine. This segment brought to you by True Form Fitness for all your health and fitness needs. Personal training and group classes available locally. Visit trueformlife.com for details. I was recently asked to do an interview for the Olds College on a project a group was working on directed towards quinoa. Given the subject quinoa is growing, I thought it would be beneficial to share with you some of the questions that were asked in case you have some questions yourself and along with the answers, which of course you might want to know the answers too. So let's get started. The first question was, do you agree with the statement quinoa is a superfood? Yes, I agree quinoa is a superfood. 
First of all, quinoa contains the highest amount of protein of any grain. So this fact alone makes quinoa stand out as a superfood. It's a complete protein, which means it contains all of the eight essential amino acids our bodies need but don't produce. On top of protein and amino acids, you have an array of other nutrients which all point directly towards superfood, which include iron, zinc, fiber, calcium and magnesium, to name just a few. The next question is, with your knowledge of the current health food market, do you feel there's an opportunity for a producer to grow quinoa locally, mainly central Alberta, despite some of the challenges the actual production might present? My answer was, I do believe there's potential for a producer to grow quinoa locally. Quinoa is a growing food staple in North American diets. Although at times, it seems many people don't know about this ancient grain. However, more and more grocery stores are carrying it, in bulk no less. Whereas not that long ago, you could only find it specialized in health food stores. This means grocery stores will be doing a better job of marketing and educating their customers on why it's beneficial. More people are not only talking about quinoa, in cooking with it, but baking with the flour as well, given the fact it's gluten-free and there's a growing trend of those being diagnosed with celiac disease. And finally, if we were growing our own quinoa, we'd not only be able to supply ourselves, but we wouldn't have to order shipments from such long distances, weakening economies. Quinoa is native to Peru, which is where most of our product comes from. You can find endless write-ups on the internet about why Peru's economy is weakening and how expensive their own quinoa is by such high demand in North America. Are there other uses for this grain? For example, protein powders or other health food products. As stated earlier, quinoa flour is a growing example of how to use quinoa in other ways. It's gluten-free and also offers different nutritional benefits than a wheat flour would, for example. Puffed quinoa is another byproduct of quinoa which can be either made or purchased. And there's one very special product in particular, which is all natural. It's a whole food supplement, and it's called Complete Truth Protein Powder. This uses quinoa as one of its two main ingredients to offer a perfect blend of nutrients. Given the versatility of quinoa, Complete Truth uses quinoa in their product as an additive to any food substance, whether it's baking, shakes, or smoothies, to increase its nutritional value. Are there any other comments you might have about the idea of local production of quinoa? Any drawbacks, maybe positives? My answer to this question was, the only drawback I see is the type or quality of quinoa grown in Canada. Quinoa is native to Peru. And personally, I prefer the Peruvian type of quinoa, which seems to be lighter and fluffier. If you compare it to Saskatchewan's quinoa, you'll find a much different product. Saskatchewan's is more dense, almost grainy and sand-like. But this is, in fact, I'm explaining in this question. This is my personal opinion on the two different types. I've also heard, although difficult, you can grow Peruvian quinoa in Canada, but that's hearsay. We'd have to find some more research to back that up. And the last question is, how do you use quinoa and what do you substitute it for? One of the most beneficial aspects of quinoa is how versatile it is. First of all, quinoa is a slow-digesting carbohydrate. When I tell people it's a carb, many people say, I thought it was a protein. This isn't the case. However, as stated earlier, quinoa does have the highest protein content out of any grain. Given the fact we're a protein-based society, more directly, meaning everything we read tells us we need a meat in our meal, quinoa often gets mistaken as a protein, which only means the marketing directors are doing a great job. They know North Americans are looking for more protein in their diet, 
So they advertise quinoa and protein together as often as possible. Now that we've cleared up what quinoa actually is, we can address the substitution part of the question. For a complete meal, we need to have some sort of slow digesting carbohydrate. This usually consists of brown rice, rolled oats, sweet potatoes, etc. Unfortunately, many of our diets still contain the highly processed foods with little nutrients like cereals, white breads, etc. On top of that, a few more natural foods that are still in our diets we should stay away from include white potatoes and white rice. Not to say there aren't benefits to these foods, but for the most part, we want to stay away from them. A good rule of thumb is to stay away from white foods. For example, white sugar, white salt, white bread, white potatoes, white rice. The list goes on. More times than not, look for natural colored foods. It's a safe bet that if it's white, it's had most of the nutrients stripped away from it. So in short, to answer the question, what can quinoa be substituted for? The answer is all the above. Any side dish you usually have, you can exchange for quinoa, especially the white food products. The versatility of quinoa is bar none. You can add it to salads to make a complete meal. You can have it for breakfast instead of oatmeal, which is actually lighter on your stomach and doesn't take as long to cook. It's perfect for a stir fry because quinoa has more of a neutral nutty flavor, so it takes on the taste of whatever you're cooking with, whether it be fresh vegetables or herbs and spices like ginger and garlic. Some healthier recipes even have quinoa in it for dessert. So if you haven't tried this health food out, stop missing out. Thanks so much to Hillary for asking me for this interview. I really enjoyed it. And I'm always willing to help answer questions that will increase healthier lives. Exploring mind and body with True Form's Drew Taddea would not be possible without the help from the following sponsors. AG Foods in Gidsbury, CLC Fitness Center, Health Street in the Cornerstone Shopping Center Olds, and Shoppers Drug Mart. Working together to help build a healthier tomorrow. For more information on True Form Life, Drew Taddea, or how to become a sponsor of Exploring Mind and Body, visit trueformlife.com. All right, that's all we have for you this evening. As always, I'm your host, True Forms Drew Tadia, fitness expert. Be sure to tune in next week for some more health and fitness tips and health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Forms Drew Tadia, fitness expert. For more on True Forms Drew Tadia, visit trueformlife.com. Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia would not be possible without the help of GDK Gravel and Sand. GDK Gravel and Sand, now offering all products in half and one yard bags. Give them a call today for more information. 1-877-335-2091.